over the Pacific Ocean in World War II. Very close he was to my mother, and um, for that reason, she named her firstborn son after him. And, um, and when we lived in Esterville, Iowa, they really went all out to make Memorial Day a time of honoring those that had died in service of our country. They'd, they'd always have a service on the square and, and, um, flags everywhere. And, and it was just, um, it made you, come to appreciation for for those and and it's that video showed this morning that were young men i mean many of them were boys and and in realizing um they went into many of these wars and still are going knowing that they may not come back I, I'm just curious, how many of you have had immediate relatives that perished in a war? Okay, some of you have, alright, so you know what, what that is, and in understanding, I cannot imagine a parent, um, receiving that call or that knock at the door and knowing immediately you knew what it was and and dealing with that and and we need to do much in our life to renew the memories of our heritage and and as we said today making memorials in our lives and tonight i it's kind of a Ironic that I am here tonight to tell you how to have memories worth remembering because I feel like my memory is disappearing from me, all right? Can any of you relate to that? And some of you are saying, you don't have a clue yet, right? But, um, you know, it is, it is amazing God's design of our mind. And there are more references than we realize in the Scriptures, but Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 7 says, The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. You know, God wants us to have good memories. He wants us to be blessed in our memories and... Honestly, if, if we just follow him, that will be true. That doesn't mean there won't be difficult times, and we'll touch on that in a, in a little bit. But it is so important for us to understand that good memories don't just happen. It takes us living intentionally. It takes us um, not so much pursuing good memories as much as it is us obeying God. And so we want to deal just in a practical sense how to have memories worth remembering. 
Dave could probably fill you in a lot more than I could, but I, I've been to my share of funerals, and there are some funerals that there just there just aren't many memories that they have that are worth sharing. I mean, one stands out in my mind that they shared. I I remember Grandpa thought the window was down. He went to spit his chew out the window, and it splattered all over the window and hid all over him. I thought, seriously, this is this is what you're remembering? And I'm sure Dave could. But in order to have memories worth remembering, we have to purposely live a life that is worth remembering. And that begins, number one, with us giving ourselves to godliness. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8 says, Bodily exercise profiteth little. There is some profit in it. But it, it's little. It's short-lived. I mean, you exercise faithfully for three months and you quit for one week and you're back almost to where you start again. And, and that can be discouraging. Bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable in all things. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it, it is applied to. When you pursue godliness, it will benefit you and it will produce good memories. I mean, pursuing God and the memories of time alone in His Word. I mean, I, I love these early morning times. Now the, it's light in the morning and it's quiet. And there is nothing like um, good time alone with God it, and Him speaking to us. And, and just the, the time to be in His presence, but pursuing godliness will produce good memories. Number two, learn to properly handle bitter memories. Life is hard, and there come some bitter things into our lives. And it is important for us to learn how to handle bitter memories. We mentioned this morning that that certain times people will build memorials to bitter memories they'll they'll continually go back and be reminded of these bitter memories and dwell on them um hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15 is an important verse in which it says look carefully or diligently lest anyone fall short of the grace of god lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and many be defiled by it. So he's saying, here is a a bitter situation, so to speak. Be diligent that you apply the grace of God in your life in this situation so that a root of bitterness does not develop in your life 
and it springs up and troubles not only you, but many other people. The problem is not what happens in our lives, but how we respond to it. You've probably heard people say life is 10% what happened to you and 90% how you respond to it. And I don't know the percentages exactly, but it, it most definitely is true. And, and, and there will, there are unavoidable bitter things that come, hard things that will come into our lives. But how do we respond to them? And, and in responding by the grace of God, and we can't go into how to respond, but in responding by the grace of God to these, we can see that which was a bitter memory turned into that which is good. So it's learning to properly handle bitter memories. Number three, to have good memories, value people and relationships. Someone has said there is no package so small as a person all wrapped up in themselves. And how true that is. And learning to value others and relationships. Valuing people begins with putting a ten, so to speak, on every person's head. They were made in the image of God. They are His creation. They are valuable to God. God sent His Son for them. He doesn't love us any more than anyone else. And and it's realizing they are important to God. It's easy for us to come to conclusions about people and and to to put a two or a three or a one or some you may put a negative number on. But the reality is in in understanding how God sees them. And and then Developing relationships. I mean, we live in a world today that is more connected, but honestly more disconnected when it comes to real relationships. And as believers, we ought to go out of our way to develop relationships with people so that God can use us to encourage other believers to bring light to darkness to make a difference in people's lives it is and we're all different personality wise but for many people it can be very easy just to draw back into our own little shell and only touch lives that we have to touch and to some people that's a successful day if I didn't have to mess with many other people. And there there comes times in your life when you do need to get away. Jesus went apart by himself to, to rest. But God never intended us to live a life to ourselves. He never intended us to, to be an island. He wants us... 
And, and when you value people and you build relationships, you have, you have memories that, that are blessed. I, I look back in my life and, and some of the, the relationships that I have, uh, sometimes my family teases me about some of the relationships that I end up developing. And, and it's, they're, they're beneficial to me and I hope that, that I'm beneficial to them. But it, it, it takes investing. It takes, man, I don't really feel like talking. But, you know, it's not about my feelings. And, and when you invest in people, God will, God will provide some great memories there. There'll also be some not so great memories, okay? But certain things you just flush and go on, on the way, alright? That didn't come out right, but, um, I made sure you're awake, alright? But to work on relationships, and this goes right hand in hand with that, serve others. Jesus said the greatest among us is the servant. And you will make more memories serving than you do by trying to make memories. Let me say that again. You will make more memories serving than you do by trying to make memories. Let, let's go have a very special day. We want to make some memories today. No, you'll make better and more lasting memories if you give yourself to serve others. Um, it's, it's amazing in, in serving others, in valuing people, in valuing relationships... Um, it's amazing how, how God blesses with good memories. I mean, I've had the privilege to travel to many different countries. And, and to me, it's always the people I meet that have the lasting memories. It, it's not. It's not the Alps in Switzerland that I remember. It's the people I met in Switzerland that I remember. It's the people that you meet that, that have a, a lasting. It's, it's about people. And that's what God wants us to be. I mean, it's... Um, some of you here went on the teens' missions trip to to Canada, and it gave a whole new meaning to some terminologies that that we had. Um, wild little Indians, okay. Um, but on on that trip involved in serving, I don't know why that came to mind right now, but on that came memories that are blessed. And and the reality is, it's blessed because you saw God intervene. You saw God direct. 
And as you get involved in serving others, you see God intervene. And we said a a memorial this morning is something that shows God's provision and brings praise to God. If you want memories that are worth remembering, serve others. If you want memories worth remembering, share the gospel. This creates an eternal memory. And especially when in sharing the gospel, you are privileged to be able to see some fruit from it. And to be able to, that is a memory like none other. That's a memory that it says, there is joy in heaven when one sinner comes. That is a memory that is of, of utmost importance that, that we have the privilege of sharing the gospel. That's, that's why God has left us here. It's so important that we... And all of these go together. Value people in relationship, serve others, and share the gospel. I mean, how, how are we serving others if we never share the gospel? And how do we prepare the door of the gospel, so to speak, to be received if we don't value them, if we don't build the relationship? So it's so important that that we give ourselves to this, and this is just doing what God asks, and the memory then will be blessed. You want to have memories worth remembering? The last two now kind of fall off from the others, but enjoy the simple things of life. Coffee at the right time, Coke at the right time, chocolate at the right time. I'm kind of kidding, but I'm not. A sunrise. I mean, seeing a squirrel play in a tree. Seeing a starling drop dead when you've shot it because it's... Messing up your patio. The simple things of life. But you know, honestly, we get so busy living that we don't enjoy the simple things of life. Did you, I'm not big on this, but I like it. Did you enjoy the smell of lilac bushes this spring or were you too busy living? You know, the the reality, the simple, these are all gifts of God. God could have made everything the same color, and I don't care if it was your favorite color. If the grass was purple and the trees were purple and the sky was purple or whatever your favorite color is, think how bad that would be. And these simple things that God gives us, the, the the simple memories of of holding a baby or having a kid sit on your lap 
the simple memories of a baby screaming all night and not sleeping. Amen? But, I mean, we get where we don't enjoy the simple things of life. Jesus never worried, he never hurried, and he never doubted the outcome. And he took time to say, suffer the little children to come unto me. I mean, the, and every one of us have different interests. Um, you know, to you it may be going out and sitting by a farm pond and fishing, and that is just you say, man, that is a simple thing in life, and whether I catch anything or not, I enjoy it. If I don't catch anything, I don't enjoy it, okay? That means I'm not a true fisherman. But what simple things did you enjoy this last week? I mean, the simple things to... To sit down, as we said in the morning, and this isn't simple, it is very complex, to sit down in the morning and talk to God in an unhurried manner and to sit quietly before Him. You say, I'm too busy for that. You know what? God has ways of taking care of our busyness. He can put any one of us flat on our back at any time for any length of time. And if you want to have memories, no one is ever going, no one has ever been on their deathbed and said, I wish I'd pushed harder. I wish I'd worked longer. I wish I'd done all these other. No. It's, it's about relationships. And then, Number seven, to have good memories, express thanks. I mean, we need to get in the habit of giving thanks. Someone, and nowadays, someone just does their job the way it's supposed to. Thank them. I mean, because doesn't it stand out? There's incompetency everywhere. You get in order the way they... I want a quarter pounder without cheese. What percent do you think you get a quarter pounder without cheese when you are? It's about 50%, honestly. So when you get the quarter pounder without cheese that you want, thank you. You know, we've been living at McDonald's with the girls' soccer team. That's what, that's the... Breakfast of champions and other people, all right? But you know what? There's some McDonald's we go into, and they are efficient. They get it done, and they get you out. And and you should see, when we leave, when they're like that, we'll say, hey, thank you so much. You have been the most efficient one we've been to, and we really pre-. And it's just like they light up. It's like, wow, thank you. And they're looking around, wow, we did it, you know. That didn't even cost us anything. But, but you know, the privilege of just a, a simple thing like that, people, we all like to be thanked. But when's the last time you thank someone? 
or to write someone a note of thanks. And you want to have good memories, you start giving thanks and and you will have good memories and and it begins right at home. You know, our memories. We make our memories. And we choose what we're going to focus on. There, there are some people that have a victim mentality. You know, this happened to me, boy, that happened to me, and nothing good comes my way. And if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck. And why? They're just choosing to look on the bad. The memory of the just is blessed. And it begins with number one, give yourself to godliness. And honestly, all those others will fall under that. They're all subpoints under that. But it is so important that we intentionally live so that we can have good memories. We want to go and pray for our nation right now. And I trust you have.